Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Before I begin, I want to invite you to my website, www.kdwol.com. That are the letters K-D-W-O-L. K-D for Kathy Davidson, W-O-L for Water of Life, where you can listen again to these programs, download the music you hear free of charge, or view my video broadcasts. That is www.kdwol.com. You can also watch Doyle Davidson and me on Lassie Network, World Harvest Television, Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. If you have DirecTV, that is channel 367. If you have Dish Network, you will find us on channel 217. For other television stations, please check my website. Now, John 3.16 had always been a favorite verse of George Bernard. The more he spoke it, the more the verse became alive. He could picture the cross of Calvary. Rough, rugged wood, stained with the blood of Jesus, the blood that was shed for him. As he was meditating on this verse one particular day in 1912, he began to compose a song. As he shared, the melody came to him in just a matter of minutes, but the only words that would come to him were the words of the first line of the chorus. George Bernard was born in 1873 in Youngstown, Ohio, a city less than 40 miles of where I grew up. But while George was still young, his family moved to Iowa. George wanted to become an evangelist early, but his plans were changed when his father died suddenly and George had to stay at home to help support his mother and sisters. Later, George then married and became the evangelist he wanted so to be. It was during some of his traveling that he would pull out the song and work on it. He managed to complete the chorus and wrote several stanzas and even sang the song several times in public, but he could never get the words in the verses where he wanted them. He just wasn't satisfied. Then George was asked to do a series of meetings in New York State. He believed the Lord led him to concentrate his messages on the cross. He shared his own experience of how important the cross was to him and of the love that God demonstrated with his son on Calvary. During those meetings, many came to Christ. These meetings made a deep impression on George, and when he returned to his home in Albion, Michigan, he was so overwhelmed with the meaning of the cross and what had happened in New York that he sat down at his kitchen table and completely rewrote the verses in just a few minutes. As he described the experience, not one word failing to fall into place. The song was then completed to his satisfaction. He sent the finished song to Charles H. Gabriel to harmonize it for him. Gabriel did and sent the music back with an attached note. You will hear from this song, he wrote. Bernard then sang the revised hymn for some of his friends, and after listening, his friends replied, This song will never die. In later years, in sharing about this hymn that you're about to hear, George Bernard said, and I quote, I take no credit. I was merely the instrument that God used. 1 Corinthians 1, 17 and 18 states, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, 
not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. The hymn, The Old Rugged Cross, considered one of the most popular hymns of all time, is ministered here by Terry Brown, the accompaniment by her family. Let God minister the truth of the gospel to you while she sings. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross the emblem of suffering and shame How I love that
if you will turn with me to Romans chapter 10. I'm going to read verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. This goes right along with what Dor was just talking. Let's read that again. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, turn the page over or go down to verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be saved. You know, if you look up that word in Strong's, it means to save. It means to keep safe and sound. It means to rescue from danger or destruction. The Greek word is sozo. Sozo. S-O-Z-O. Sozo. Now, turn with me to Luke 8, chapter 8. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved. If you call on the name of the Lord, thou shalt be saved. Let's go to Luke 8. I'm going to begin in verse 26. This is about the Gadarene. And they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee. And when he went to land, there met him, and when he went to land, that's Jesus. There met him out of the city a certain man, which had devils long time, and wore no clothes, neither abode in any house but in the tombs. And when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him with a loud voice, said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High? I beseech thee, torment me not. For he had commanded, Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For oftentimes it had caught him. And he was kept bound with chains and in fetters. And he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils are entered into him. Many devils are entered into him. And they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. And there was there a herd of many swine feeding on the mountain. And they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them. And he suffered them. Then went the devils out of the man. The devils went out of the man, entered into the swine. And the herd went violently down a steep place into the lake and were choked. And when they that fed them saw what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. Then they went out to see what was done, and they came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed. Now the devils are departed. Sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, in his right mind, and they were afraid. Verse 36, and they also which saw it told them by what means he that was possessed of the devils was healed. He that was the possessed of the devils was healed. That word healed, the Greek word sozo. Amen. The Greek word sozo. So, being delivered from evil spirits is being saved. Do you see? Same word. Same as sozo means saved, and it also means healed. Now, let's go a little bit further down the chapter, verse 41. And there came a man named Jairus, and he was the ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had only one daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. 
And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which spent all of her living upon physicians, could not be healed by any, came behind him, behind Jesus, and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood stenched. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee. And thou sayest, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody has touched me for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him, Jesus, before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. She touched him and was healed immediately. And he said unto her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace. Guess what word means whole? Sozo. Saved. So now, if you are healed, you are being saved. So now salvation includes healing. Okay, let's keep going. While yet spoke, there came one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble thou not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. She shall be made whole. And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Jesus, or Peter, James, and John, and the father and mother of the maiden. And all wept and bewailed her. But he said, Weep not, she is not dead, but sleepeth. They laughed him to scorn, knowing she was dead. And he put them all out, and he took her by the hand, and he called, saying, Maid, arise. And her spirit came again, and she arose straightway, and he commanded to give her meat. Back in verse 50, when Jesus said, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Guess what whole means? Sozo. The same word. Those that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be healed, shall be made whole. Do you see how far that word saved goes? Let's go to one more. Acts 27, 20. This is Paul and he's on the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared and no small tempest lay on us, All hope that we should be saved was taken away. But after long abstinence, Peter stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and have not loosed from Crete and have gained this harm and loss. Now go down to verse 27. But when the 14th night was come, they were driven up and down in the Hadria. About midnight, the shipmen deemed that they were near water of some country and sounded and found it 20 fathoms. And they had gone a little further. They sounded again, found it 15 Then fearing lest they should have fallen upon rocks, they cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. And the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship. And when they had let down the boat under the sea, under the color, as though they would have cast anchors out of the foreship. And Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Saved. Sozo. Sozo. So when you call on the name of the Lord... You are not only to be born again, but you can call on the name of the Lord and be healed. You can call on the name of the Lord and be delivered. Someone can call on the name of the Lord and you can be raised from the dead. Someone can, you can call on the name of the Lord and if you're in peril, 
God will deliver you. Delivered Paul. Delivered everybody of that ship. And Paul called it being saved. He called it being saved. There is so much more to save than just being born again. It is anything you need. You know, in James 1, 15, it says that if there are any sick, to call in the elders of the church, and they can anoint him with oil, pray over him, and he shall be saved. Guess what word that is? Sozo. Sozo. You can be saved. Healing is being saved. Now, how does that work? How does just calling on the name of the Lord work? Let's go back to Romans 10. We left Romans in verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's go on. How then shall they that call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent as this is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. How does the name of Jesus work? It works through the gospel. And as Doyle ministered, it works because Jesus died on the cross and he carried your sin in his soul and on his body. He was marred more than any man. He carried your poverty on that body. He carried every sickness and disease on that body for you. He was your substitute. And then he died and he went to hell. And his body was put in the grave. He was a dead man. And he went to hell for us. But the third day, but the third day, the power of God raised him from the dead and made that body overcome every spirit, every disease, every sin. And we, because of that resurrection, are healed, justified, sanctified, made rich, made righteous, and born again. Jesus said, you must be born again. And how are you born again? I read it in the beginning. Those that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's finish with the Water of Life boys. His face was like the sun 
Hallelujah. 
joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She'd love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.